0: Hello and welcome to the Barbie Movies That Made Us on 90.3 KRNU. Today we will be discussing Barbie in the Nutcracker. The first official Barbie movie. Not including Toy Story 2. Which which we will be discussing throughout this episode. (laughs) Barbie in the Nutcracker stars Barbie as both Barbie and Clara in the (laughs) Nutcracker. This movie opens with Barbie helping her younger sister with feelings of inadequacy Resulting in Barbie telling Kelly the story of the Nutcracker. On Christmas Eve, Clara receives a nutcracker, falls asleep by a Christmas tree, and awakens to a battle between the nutcracker and the Mouse King. Clara is shrunk and joins the Nutcracker in his search for the sugar plum fairy in the hopes that she will be able to right the wrongs of Parthenia. Parthenia? That's the name of the land they're in. What? <laughs> yeah.
1: I just watched th- I just rewatched mm-hmm. this. Um like an hour ago, and oh. I did not notice that one time. So,
0: it's okay. It's a it's a wild fantasy land name. Yes. So yeah.
1: I mean, I noticed the Gingerbread Village, and I think that's about it, land wise. That's mm-hmm. well, okay. Yeah. One of the main <laughs> things that I noticed was that in the first three Barbie movies, Barbie and the Nutcracker, Barbie as Rapunzel, and Barbie of Swan Lake. Um, All of them are directed by Owen Hurley, but they're all written by different people, but they have, like, the same vibe to it. Mm -hmm. And they're all, like, music-based without being a musical, and they are all um, other, like, they're not original works. Barbie adaptations. Yeah, they're adaptations of, like... The Nutcracker, Swan Lake, and Rapunzel. <laughs> the <laughs> Nutcracker, Swan Lake, and Rapunzel. Like, the, the ballets, and then, like, the story of Rapunzel. And even, like, Princess and the Pauper is a Mark Twain, like,
0: mm-hmm. one of the, the Prince and the Pauper. A riff off the yeah. Prince and the Popper.
1: Yeah. Uh, even though this one's better. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Objectively, it's better.
1: Yes, and also, um, I believe we talked about this earlier. Swan Lake is like this as well, where it's also like told by Barbie to her sister Kelly, and all the first three of them are all like that. I don't remember Princess and the Pauper having that. I don't think um, so. so. I don't think it did. And I also noticed that each. Barbie movie, at least that I can think of off the top of my head, has an iconic important piece of jewelry to it, and in this one it's like the locket that she quote unquote uses to get home at the end or yeah. in in this case the mouse king forces her to use to get mm-hmm. home. Um and in we'll talk about this later, but with like Rapunzel, it's it's not jewelry, but a hairbrush is technically an accessory, right? It counts. It counts. Um, and then in Swan Lake, it's like her little tiara thing that she's got. And so I, I noticed that that was something that was really cool, and I could think of that with like every Barbie movie. Um, something else that I took note of when I was rewatching it was that there are there are obviously characters that reappear in yeah. every Barbie movie, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Especially like in the first three, like they just reused. The same characters over and over mm-hmm. again. And which, like, makes sense. They were straight to, like, VHS, straight to
0: DVD, like, films. Like, they weren't being shown in theaters. And, and they, they weren't, don't... they hadn't been bought by any big corporations yet. Yeah. This was still Mattel.
1: Yeah, so their funding and their budget was low. So they did what they had to do. and They, they did great. But um, one of the things that I've seen, like, poked as a joke is, like, where can you find these three girls? Like the three... Literally
0: everywhere. Literally
1: everywhere. Most notably, in my mind, freshly in my mind, is in Barbie and the Magic of the Pegasus. <laughs> they're the three girls who like paint the sun set and the sunrise. Yes. This one, they're all different fairies, which I thought was cool. And there's also this reoccurring boy. This I just oh noticed this when I was rewatching this because I re-watched Rapunzel recently. And I will refer to him as the bowl cut boy because it's just this little boy with a bowl cut. And I know he appears in Barbie and the Nutcracker and Barbie Rapunzel and Barbie Swan Lake. Because I think he's the porcupine boy in Swan Lake and he's the prince's brother in Rapunzel. Also, the prince from Barbie Nutcracker, I think, is the same prince as in Barbie Rapunzel. I'm pretty sure, Yeah. They just use reused the same mold. Yeah. Something that I also saw as a pattern was the use of an evil animal sidekick. Mm-hmm. So in this one, it was the bat whose name is Pim, apparently. I think it's only said once at the yeah. end. Um, but there's the bat. And then also we'll be talking about like the, the first three a lot. Because they, yeah. they intertwine a lot. And so in Rapunzel it's the Gothel's ferret. I I think it's a ferret. I'm going to assume. (laughs) I'm going to guess a ferret. Otto. And then in Swan Lake, technically, they're both, both Rothbart and his daughter, whose name I cannot remember, are like the animal evil sidekick because they both turn into animals. But I would like to say that Rothbart's daughter is the evil animal sidekick. What? Okay. That's, it it counts. It counts. So, I just thought, like, those were some that were really cool and that um, reappear in not only just, like, the first three Barbie movies that are all directed by Owen Hurley, but even in, like, later ones.
0: I honestly, I rewatched this movie today, and I fully forgot about Pym, because in my mind there is only one bat evil sidekick, and it's the bat from Anastasia. Yes. So, fully forgot... Him existed. So sorry. He was fine. I 100% agree with everything thank you <laughs> just said. <laughs> I also forgot about him because mm-hmm. the only
1: bad bat in, in my eyes is Bartok from Bartok? Anastasia. He's I'm got right. a
0: name? Yeah, he Probably. has his
1: own spinoff movie apparently. I've never seen that it, but apparently it's really good.
0: Speaking of really good, this movie was not received well by critics. But it's received well by me, so that's what's important. Same. (laughs) This movie has a 20% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes, which is criminal, and a 59% audience rating, which is too low. But I do think that might be because a lot of... This is the thing within the film community of critics... And also just certain audience members looking down on both children's movies and children's movies directed towards women.
1: And children's like animated Oh yeah,
0: animation does not get enough credit.
1: Oh yeah. Like when when you think of like pillars in film and like animation, like things that were important and
0: crucial to the history of film, Barbie needs to be included. It should. It should. It just should. I think we should talk about it in our film history class. Honestly? Yes. Honestly. Writing an email now. <laughs> writing an email now. I think that we should have also talked about animation in that class at least once, but Yeah. That's just me.
1: I I wholeheartedly agree. That's something that is very underrated because mm-hmm. it's like typically marketed toward children or especially like just think just movies in general. That are like more marketed toward girls. Mm-hmm.
0: The amount and teenage of teenage girls. That I oh my see, god!
1: The amount of hate that I see. Like I had to basically reprogram my boyfriend's brain just to get him to watch Barbie with me. <laughs> He's
0: learning though. Good it's for okay. you. Good for him. Honestly. Honestly,
1: yeah. He. Everyone needs a little Barbie in their life. Everyone. Agreed. But um, the commercial reception of Barbie and the Nutcracker, it sold over i think it's a 3.5 million units on video and dvd oh, yeah. and that's pretty good considering it went straight to vhs um and then was later released on dvd and it grossed like in a hundred 150 million in total
0: sales which is it slays for a barbie movie in 2001 oh yeah especially the first like barbie the movie. first one yeah
1: like there's no previous like traction there's no like hype leading there's up no to fandom. It. Yeah, there's no fandom behind it. And it was also the second most popular children's video of 2001 in the United States. And considering Shrek came out a few months before, Mm -hmm. I'm thinking that the most popular one was Shrek. Because I'm pretty sure that won an Oscar. Yeah.
0: We love Shrek in this house. We stand. But speaking of animations, I wanted to touch on... Barbie and the Nutcracker is... Mattel's computer animation in two thousand one. So set your expectations low. This isn't into the Spider Verse. This isn't yeah. pinnacle. This was two thousand and one. Yeah, we didn't have the technology, and but a it low is still budget too. yeah. But it's still gorgeous, and the background specifically, I found myself pausing and looking at the. You could, like, almost see the brushstrokes of this painted background scene, yes. which did not go with the foreground style of animation, but it was still beautiful. Yeah. And I was okay with it, because this is a fairy tale story. And it felt like I had a Nutcracker storybook when I was growing up, mm-hmm. so it felt just like that coming to life, which is very cool. Yeah.
1: I, I agree. I and- agree. I think that that's partly because of Mattel um, and like the CGI producer at Mainframe, who like produced it, um, and a co-producer on the film. Apparently Mattel wanted a very soft and stylized look for Barbie, so they wanted like that pale, pastel, dreamy, painted look for it. And they didn't want the character to appear or move like a doll, as she had in her brief appearance in Toy Story 2. Because Barbie and Toy Story Two and Barbie in a Nutcracker are like two different Barbies. A hundred percent. Yeah. Barbie and Toy Story Two is more like Barbie
0: Life in the Dream House. Yes. <laughs> life in the Dreamhouse Barbie. And this Barbie is honestly a great older sister. Yes. And we don't get to see a lot of Barbie in this movie. We see a lot of Clara. Mm-hmm. But she's just so supportive, and I love her so much. Oh, yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: The kindest soul. Yes,
1: and also I think that something that was very important for, like, the build up and, like, the building of a, like, good, strong base for the continuation of making Barbie movies was that they included Aunt Elizabeth. Mm -hmm. as a character who basically fundamentally stood for the ideals that like Barbie dolls were created in the first place because Barbie dolls were created so that women and like young girls would see a future for themselves where they didn't have to be just like a stay-at-home mom Mm -hmm. or a housewife like a vision of themselves where they could be whatever they wanted to be and Aunt Elizabeth was the cool aunt who got to go travel the world and dance with kings and just like live her best life? Mm-hmm. And Uncle Drosselmeyer was like a representation of like society at that time, being like, "No, that's not cool. You need to like stay at home and the be cynicism proper." Of yeah. C- Cynicism of society. Yeah, and so I thought that that was something that really stood out to me as being really important to Barbie movies in general. And so to have that in the first standalone Barbie movie is so iconic. Very iconic of them. Yeah. And it also brings me to, like, we only have the trailer for the new Barbie movie that's coming Mm -hmm. out in 2023 and how the trailer like directly reflects the opening scene from I think it's 2001 One, the Space Odyssey. Yes, Space Odyssey. And how like that trailer directly reflects the idea of like bashing in those old like societal norms mm-hmm. and then going and being whoever you want to be. And so I thought that like that's something that I'm definitely looking forward to seeing in the new Barbie movie. Um, definitely going to go see that on okay Night sure. when it comes out. <laughs> Me too. Um, and hopefully it has, like, that same strong premise that Barbie is meant to represent.
0: I agree. Uh, that, the new Barbie 2023 movie, is directed by Greta Gerwig. And I don't know if mm-hmm. you've seen any of her other stuff. Oh, but yes. she was announced as the director, and I immediately knew this film was in good hands. I knew oh, yeah. that she... Knew Barbie's mission and she was not going to disrespect. Yes. I also trust Margot Robbie as an actress. I love so. Margot Robbie. <laughs> me too. I love <laughs> her. It's okay. You took me out for a minute there. I was like, Ooh. I had to think about Margot, Margot Robbie. Robbie.
1: I love her and she's also just like, if I had to pick a live action Barbie, she is who I would pick. Like Agreed. to a T. I, I trust. Barbie in her hands, for very capable hands. I agree. So I think that those two will make a very good duo together and hopefully continue this premise of what Barbie's meant to be.
0: I, just real quick, just real quick, have you seen the Nutcracker as like a ballet? I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, I might
1: have, like, when I was a kid, my grandma used to, like, bring me to the ballet a lot. But I don't remember. Mm -hmm. Um, But I know the premise of it. Like, I've seen a bunch of different, like, reiterations of it. Even just, like, in snippets and, like, other movies, it's something that's brought up a lot. It's probably, like, one of the most, like, well-known ballets, just, like, in... That and Swan Lake are like the one of the Mm -hmm. most "quote unquote" well known, and I mean well known as in like people who don't like actively follow ballet, such as myself, yeah. Um, know of them even if they don't like know the premise, and usually they do know the premise, yeah. So, and they're also like one of the most retold ones, Mm -hmm. so it would make sense why they would pick that to do as a as a Barbie film,
0: yeah. I have seen the Nutcracker multiple times as a ballet. I love it. And I think one of my favorite ways that Barbie and the Nutcracker deviates from the original Nutcracker sh- nutcracker story is having Clara be the sugar plum fairy.
1: Yes. I really
0: liked that. I really like that too. I think I also like her as like a clever person to be like, Ayo, Nutcracker, so you're Prince Eric. Let's talk about this. Right. And having that not be a huge thing, she figures it out pretty quickly. And at Mm -hmm. the very end, there's this huge reveal that she's the Sugar Plum Fairy. And I think that's neat. I I was a little dumb and didn't know that.
1: (laughs) Well, also, I forgot about it, too, until I was rewatching it. And then I was like, oh, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Um, but can we also talk about the ending for a second? Because yes. Let's. When I was rewatching this today, I like when when the the mouse king like took her necklace and like opened it and made her like vanish away, and then she wakes back up on her couch and she's like, "Where is my nutcracker? <laughs> like, what just happened? This was real." Yeah. And everyone in her life is like, oh, my God, she's crazy. And then her aunt walks in with Prince Eric.
0: Yes. And
1: says his name is Eric. I'm pretty sure this is the same Eric. And I was doing some research on this because, like, while I was waiting and I was just trying to figure out, like, what, what, what was this? What happened? And I saw someone say, and I'm, I'm quoting this from the comments of a TikTok. Heck yeah. Um, And it says, in the beginning, when the aunt is talking about dancing with the king, I believe it was Eric's father. And that's how the aunt was connected to the other realm. And how the aunt knew Eric when she brought him into the house because she had met him before. And that the aunt probably knew all along that Claire was the sugar plum princess, mm-hmm. and she was basically the mastermind of this whole I, event. I love that. I need more. Her. I need more Aunt Elizabeth in this film. That's mm-hmm. my main qualm with it. Is that I would like Aunt Elizabeth more in this film. If she could like go on the cool adventure okay. with her, yeah. that would be great. Because I feel like that's because Claire is like an orphan, right? Yeah. So her Aunt Elizabeth is like her main like maternal figure Mm -hmm. I assume so I feel like that would just be like a really cool moment to have but I also like the her finding things out on her own
0: I like that I do think that it would have been cool if Aunt Elizabeth had been with them in the realm instead of like the major Mm -hmm. or if she had been like well actually over here is the gingerbread village or she just somehow knew all of this stuff and you could older people could connect the like oh she, the, the king she was dancing with is yeah. all of these like one off lines that you see a lot in animated movies of like mm-hmm. oh adults are going to pick up on this or adults are going to know this bigger story but yeah the kids are going to be like it's a pretty princess which even <laughs> I'm like it's a pretty princess so
1: same. Um, one of the things though that it also um, reminded me of like as we were talking about it just now is that I don't know if it's like this in the original ballet but this version of Barbie and the Nutcracker where um, she shrinks down like it's Alice in Wonderland. She has this accessory that she has to use to get back home like in Wizard of Oz. It was quote-unquote all a dream but also not a dream Also similar to Wizard of Oz. Like, is that something that's
0: in the original ballet? Or is this, like, a pure Barbie thing? This is a pure Barbie thing. Uh, A lot of ballets can differentiate because they can do things in creative ways. Yeah, people reinterpret them. Yeah. But in the original ballet, because finding scales, sets that are to scale is not fun. Everyone just sort of becomes the same size. Oh. Uh, so, like, the nutcracker grows, and you, you don't see that on stage, because... But, like, you assume. But you can be like, oh, the nutcracker's in her hand, and now there's a man dressed as the nutcracker right there. Well. Yeah. It's,
1: like, the same thing.
0: It's, like, the same thing. She's not shrunken with a magic scepter, and magic yeah. isn't a big component. It is all a dream in the end. Okay. So I'm sorry. As, as,
1: well, like, in this one, it's not... Necessarily, all a dream in the end, like mm-hmm. it was, I'm pretty sure, in Wizard of Oz. Um, because in this one, she wakes up and then her aunt brings in Prince oh, Eric, yeah. and then they dance at the end.
0: The magic was real, so like,
1: how did he get there? That's what I want.
0: I know. really want to know what was going on with how Eric if she grow? just found a boy. How did he grow? How did
1: he grow into human size That's instead a of? Question. Tiny Nutcracker man size,
0: and also when we finish the Nutcracker section, we pan down and see a snow globe with them dancing. Yeah, in Parth- in presumably Parthenia and mm-hmm. the magic. And land. it's
1: like on the Christmas tree, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. So, are these plot
0: holes? Are these plot holes? Are we
1: uncovering plot holes on our Barbie podcast?
0: <laughs> Barbie secrets on our podcast. <laughs>
1: listen in next week to, to see if we find more <laughs> see if we find more
0: I do want to talk about the music in this because uh, the Nutcracker is a ballet so music is very important in Yes. like you don't talk in ballets it's just music and dancing which is yeah. very fun for me but uh, music is so important in the original Nutcracker story and they use Tchaikovsky's original score Done by the London Symphony Orchestra. Yes. Mattel is pulling strings and that... Literal strings. Mattel is <laughs> <laughs> yeah. pulling literal strings and the London Symphony Orchestra appears at least in December Rapunzel. I'm sorry, yes. I haven't seen Swan Lake. Yes. But... I just, well, good thing Rapunzel's neat.
1: next, so you have some time. Ha-ha. I thought Swan Lake was next, but Rapunzel's next. Um, but to, like bringing it back to the music, something that I noticed, like parts that I don't, I'm not 100 percent sure were the original Nutcracker score. Like just not like dance scenes or just like in between scenes, there were some parts of music that sounded a lot like the soundtrack of Barbie and the Magic of the Pegasus. They might have reused. They, they might reuse them throughout. It's mm-hmm. the reason I keep bringing up Barbie and the Magic <laughs> of the Pegasus and Barbie Rapunzel is because those are the ones that I've seen most recently. <laughs> those are the connections I've made. Yeah. yeah. So I thought that that was just something that like, when I listened to it, I was like, wait a minute. That sounds a lot like Barbie and the Magic of the Pegasus. So, I'm um, I am a little disappointed though that this movie did not have animated bloopers. Um oh I think gosh. those start with Barbie Princess and the Popper. Yeah, which honestly are my favorite animated or maybe bloopers. Toy Story 2. I think I think Toy Story did have them. Yeah. But I know that Barbie does too. Yeah. But like the Barbie ones don't start until Princess and the Popper. The
0: Princess and Popper one is one of the most iconic yes that and i also like the magic of the pegasus animated bloopers Mm -hmm. i was gonna say i like the diamond castle bloopers because i like the dogs dancing dancing
1: (laughs) (laughs) those dancing dogs are taking over tiktok right now.
0: i know yes i love that we have a barbie trend we no. do,
1: we do. Um, I've actually noticed a couple, but that's just, like, the main one. Mm-hmm. Uh, or maybe it's just my For You page that keeps showing me Bibble edits.
0: <laughs> Still? Who's to say? <laughs> Who's <Yeah>. to
1: say? <laughs> I, I don't get very many Pedro Pascal uh, edits. I get Bibble edits to the song of the Pedro Pascal <laughs> <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> so maybe it is just me. I
0: think it's just me. I think it is just me, though. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I honestly, I really like this film, and I feel like it was a good, like, foundation of, like, probably one of the best foundations that you could probably have to start building off of for the, like, later Barbie films. I I wonder what it would look like if Barbie and the Nutcracker hadn't been the first one.
0: I'd love to know. If they had done an original Barbie script, like... Mm -hmm. Most of the other ones. Because, like, the first original, like, Barbie film was Fairytopia, mm-hmm. So
1: I wonder, like, if if they would have started with Fairytopia, topia would, would it be the same?
0: Would it be, like, what Tinkerbell is now?
1: Yes. So I think that because it was such a good, strong, like, base foundation, I think that is why I would give it um, a 7 out of 10 Bibbles. A 7 out of 10 Bibbles. 7 out of 10 Bibbles, just because it's such a good foundation. And it's Mm -hmm. also just like a... It's a very iconic start. And it leads to a lot of really also good movies, so... I
0: would... I will give this a 6 out of 10 Bibbles. Just because it's not my favorite. And my eyes did hurt a little bit sometimes watching the animation. Right on. Right on. But... I think I agree with you. I think it's a great foundation, and you got You gotta respect the elders. You oh, have to yeah. respect where you came from, in order to appreciate where you're going.
1: Yes, I I agree, and I I would have rated mine six out of ten bibles as well. Uh, I gave mine an
0: extra point for Tim Curry. Oh, so we didn't talk about Tim Curry at all. Oh my God, we didn't. So here we're talking about Tim Curry. He's fantastic. Like, Tim Curry's voice acting and his voice is so specific. Yes. It's, he never misses, and it's always incredible. And him as a villain in this is... So good. Music to my ears. It's gorgeous. Yes, yes. I
1: think that, like, he totally stole the show and, like, pulled off being the mouse king. Agreed.
0: You know what? I'll add a plus one to my score because of Tim Curry.
1: So we have an average of 7 out of of 10 Bibbles, or a total of 14 out of 20 Bibbles from combined both of us. Combined both. Yes.
0: All right. Well, thank you for joining us on the Barbie Movies That Made Us on 90.3 KRNU. Next week, we will be watching Barbie as Rapunzel. See you then.